following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. We're brought to you on AM 980, The Mission. We are the Twin Cities Christian Voice. My name is Jim Moore. Uh, my day job is the director of the R3 Collaborative. We're helping people in recovery from addiction as well as reentry from prison. And my partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. How yes. you doing, Pastor? Yes, Jim. Yeah, it's good to be here. And with Prison Mission, our website is prisonmission.org. And if anybody's listening that has someone, a loved one oh, or a friend wonderful. in prison, we provide free Bible correspondence courses, both in English and Spanish. They can earn college credit for doing that, and it's absolutely free. So you can just reach Wonderful. out to me and contact us through the prisonmission.org. Wonderful. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a show really focused on yes. your work, uh, life-changing yes. Bible correspondence courses. So so just uh, stay tuned for that, folks, yes. and we'll have yes. podcasts available on That'd that as great. well. That'd be great. And today, it, it, it's kind of a, a special opportunity. First time we've had Union Gospel Mission on mm-hmm. in the past. Nick GC, the program director, was on talking about the mission mm-hmm. and the large work. We were we talked about the Naomi family residence. Yes, but we're bringing you today one something that's not as well known, um, and that is the Christ Recovery Center. Hmm. And this is again a Christian treatment recovery program and uh, those are usually what we work with are i call them the big five right large scale decidedly christian treatment and recovery program mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. a lot of folks have heard of minnesota adult and teen challenge right uh clinical christian programs salvation army adult rehabilitation center mm-hmm. and and a, more of a work-based life skills but uh, a christian recovery program right. we have right. metro hope ministry mm-hmm. smaller intimate Passionate Mission in South Minneapolis. Right. And I also like to tell people not to worry if you go to prison. Why? Because there's a long-term Christian recovery program <laughs> in Lionel Lakes Penitentiary. Okay. A special little unit called Prison Fellowship Academy. Right. And and so the one we're talking about today is, again, the Union Gospel Mission Christ Recovery Center. And I was looking at their website, Pastor, and the one line that struck me is uh, the Christ Recovery Center there is there when you've exhausted all other alternatives. Wow. And I think people know that's what the Union Gospel wow. Mission is all about. Yeah. The most marginalized, the most right. struggled, the people struggling the most. And you're going to find out today, folks, that these folks can have access not just to treatment and recovery to help them with their addiction, but mm. Dr. Gordon, who, who runs the place, is uh, focused on mental health services, which for a lot of people, that's the, those are the driving the lack of Christ, the lack of faith, and mental health issues—we got to heal those things. Yes. So, so anyway, that's—I'm yes. kind of excited about it too. Yes. And we have the director of the Christ Recovery Center is with us today, Chris Zurich. God bless you, my friend. Thank you very much for being here. You're welcome. And, God bless and, you as well. And for your work and for everything that you do, I—I I just love the mission. We'll talk more about it later, folks. But on April 18th. 
they're going to host a special meeting for the R3 Collaborative. Mm -hmm. They're going to have people dine at the mission to see the wonderful food. You can meet Chris, and you can actually come behind the scenes. But, but to welcome you. Thank and, you. Yeah, and kind of help us out a little bit. Um, I, I introduced you a little bit, mm -hmm. but uh, big picture, Christ Recovery Center, what role do you play? And, and then we'll kind of flesh it out from okay. there. Well, big picture, Christ Recovery Center, I play right now. I, I've been the director there for the past two and a half years. Okay. Um, and working there a total of seven and a half years, hmm. uh, five years as an assistant director. Um, and uh, couldn't enjoy it more. You know, it's definitely what's God called, what God has called me to do. Uh, and I enjoy, enjoy being there very much. We've been around as the Christ Recovery since 1980, so we're coming up on our 40th anniversary. Wow. See, I didn't soon. know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where we want to do this show, right? Yeah, wow. yeah absolutely. Wow. We started out with, uh, I think, six beds, from what I understand, in the hmm. in the main shelter building. Um, and uh, a couple of people, Mary Jo and uh, Mary Jo Robinson and her husband, came to uh, the CEO at the time and said, we need we need to do some Christian recovery. Yeah. Uh, and they had an idea to mix that with alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps, which have kind of been opposed you mm -hmm. know, for, for some people. Um, but they were able to successfully bring that together and build this program, which is now uh, Christ Recovery Center. As it is now, 40 years later, is a, an 80-bed facility um, that serves, you know, like you said, the guys who need it the most, guys wow. who have exhausted all their resources, uh, typically men who have been to treatment 15, 20 times and yeah. just really really don't know where else and to And we had kind of run out of options. Well, Absolutely. With Christ Recovery Center, you never run out of options. No. I guess mm. with Christ, yeah. you, never, you right. never run out of That's options. Right. That's right. That's right. No, I because I kind of hold... I hold him as the one behind pulling the strings on all of this and, and long-term programs. And, and again, there there are different. I know for a long time, I've been with Teen Challenge, was worked there for a long time. Mm -hmm. And we were formally, we couldn't use the word treatment mm -hmm. because we weren't clinical, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it was a recovery setting, a year-long discipleship program. Then we started bringing in clinical services. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell us a little bit about Dr. Gordon, right? Dr. Morgan. Yeah. Morgan, mm -hmm. Morgan. Morgan yeah. See, I, I told... Pastor Dwight, yeah, I'm always missing right. a syllable it's here okay. and there, yeah, but okay. we go forward. God bless you, Dr. Morgan. Okay. Um, but a little bit about this mental health services thing. Sure. We'll get more into detail, but I think you're getting at root causes with Christ and mental health issues. Mm -hmm. How does that blend in well, to the <clears throat> treat more treatment part of your work? Yeah, well, you know, we are a, we are, for lack of a better term, a treatment center. We've always yeah. we've always liked to call ourselves a recovery center. Yeah, uh, we're the place where people go with tr after treatment doesn't work. Hmm. You know, they have treatment centers all over Minnesota, the land of right. ten thousand treatment centers. Some people say, um, <clears throat> so when treatment doesn't work, they come to CRC and do a recovery hmm. center. So we we differ a little bit uh, with that. But one thing that we are getting on board with uh, that seems to be a huge missing piece for people in in addiction that's been around for a while is the mental health yeah, aspect of it. it you it know, has been, and you can't really start addressing addiction issues until the mental health is stabilized. So that's something yeah. that Dr. Morgan really feels strongly about. And he has, uh, we, he has, since he's been on board in four years, we actually have an up and running clinical services uh, program mm. at the mission. Uh, we have a full-time licensed psychologist and a PsyD who is uh, oh, the director of our clinical guys. services yeah. um, and bringing on staff as we, as we speak. Um, they're still in their first year. So, you know, definitely a lot of good things to come, but a lot of good things have started. Uh, one of the things how that's affected CRC um, in the past year is, is our clinical services program has started a, a DBT group. A dialectic behavioral th therapy, therapy, which wow. is a mouthful, that is but a mouthful. It is, probably yep. the most profound cognitive skills wow. uh, program that that I've come across. Yeah, 
right? Yep. So we've st- yeah, so we've started that in our programming just in the past six months, and are already seeing great results with our guys. Yeah. So this is something that we're excited to have, and we're looking forward to oh. having more and more of as we I go am forward. Too. So. Well, so we're going to, again, break it out a little bit. Before we do and before we kind of reset on the show, uh, we would like to kind of keep it personal, too. Uh, You're a man of faith. I am. How did your faith and your life lead you to this? seven years or more ago yep. when how did you get involved with this work chris well it, it's a story that's very personal to me um so i'll, I'll try to keep it short um Please. you know i i uh, grew up out west um i struggled with an addiction myself i was about 36 years old and um my family thought that you know i needed some help and and i know i needed some help i i was i own i was owning a restaurant at the time and just drinking every day and not really my life wasn't fulfilled you know i was running doing business but needed to get sober, and so I moved. I came out to Hazelden. Uh, some people might know that place oh, I've out heard here. About that, mm-hmm. yeah. A few people have heard about that. Yeah, that's the big lake. The big lake. <laughs> yep. So I came out to Hazelden to kind of turn my life around, and, and things worked out well for a while. You know, I went through Hazelden and and did some aftercare with them, and uh, got back on track, and and really had a calling to help people. So I decided to become a counselor, and uh, went back to school, and graduated, met a woman, uh, got engaged, had a son, bought a house graduated college within three and a half years from going mm. uh, from from having this addiction problem I was on my road to recovery and had Amen. everything I ever needed but the one thing that was missing in my life was Christ mm. um, and I, I'd always been a Christian but I, I just I was missing something and what I found out later what that was was not that I didn't you know it's not that I didn't believe in God Christ it was I didn't have a relationship with Christ see mm. um, so I fell on I fell in hard times I, I lost everything I had built up over those three and a half years, lost my house, lost my family, lost everything, um, and ended up um, at the doors of the Union Gospel Mission uh, Mm. a little over nine years ago with $9 to my name and and nowhere to go. And the director at the time uh, was also, he was also involved in the recovery community owning some sober housing, and I was living in a sober house of his. So I was at this Christ Recovery Center just to get back into this guy's sober house. Mm. I had no interest in going to the shelter. Um, I was much better than that. I didn't need help. From a shelter, I could get help in a relate, better actually, place, yeah. you know. Similar um, story. So I so I walked in his door, the doors of his office, and uh, you know, within five minutes, I was crying, um, and I knew that I needed to be a part of this place. There was something inside me that just called me home, for lack of better, yeah. better, better. Um, oh, God bless you. Yeah. So you know, that's that's where the kind of the story ends and begins. Um, so since that time, you know, I've obviously cleaned up and gotten sober again. And you clean up really well. Well, thanks. Yeah. 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 A little yes. over nine years yeah. of clean time, and, and here I am. I got um, about ten, but we parallel. Yeah. yeah. But the, it turned into your work. It did. Yeah. It did. And, you know, you. I knew God called me to help people before I got to Union Gospel Mission, um, but now I'm getting to see the bigger picture of, of being called to help people, not just help people, but help people with the, with the help of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so I'm exactly where I need to be and couldn't be happier. Amen. That's awesome. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Central. Today you're listening to Christian Treatment and Recovery with Chris Surig, Director of the Union Gospel Missions Christ Recovery Center. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Chris, we love to hear about really what the problem is that you're addressing and then how you're solving that problem and, and, and love to hear stories right. of transformed lives and things. So maybe you can help the listeners explain maybe what what's the problem really because some people maybe don't really understand 
you know, what the significance is of what you're doing and why, why you're doing that. And, sure. and you're particularly your unique yes. community, which the is uniqueness. the homeless and the people who are at yes. the end of the line. Your target market. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, people that don't have other options. Um, you know, and you say it's, it's, it's figuring out what these people need. Uh, so when, when I have a gentleman in my office and we're going through the assessment part of whether our program's a good fit or not, you know, we, for example, I find out that it's a good fit for this guy and we want to offer him a, a, a position uh, to come into our program and help him. I, I tell him he just needs to change one thing. And, and his eyes light up, and he's thinking, God, what's that one thing I have to change? And I say, everything. everything. <laughs> and he kind of sits back in the chair. and Take a deep breath. His shoulders sink a little bit. But uh, but that's really what it's all about. It's, you know, addiction mm-hmm. is, is is the symptom, you know, and the yeah, problem is, is us. And so yeah. we do need to change everything, you know, from past oh. behaviors to past you know, pattern thoughts, everything needs mm. to change. And the, what's unique about the Christ Recovery Center is we're able to give them the time to do that. Um, you know, this isn't something that takes place in 30 days or 90 days. This is something that takes a, a journey of a lifetime, and we're there to give them that foundation for a good start. So, you know, typically typically our guys can stay with us for about uh, up to two to three years, you know, if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that really gives them the foundation mm. to launch back into the community um, and be independent and successful. Um, so that's that's kind of the nutshell of what we're doing. So so a little less than that too, but yep. is that the max the two the two to three? Yeah, years? we try to keep yeah. it about that. You know, yeah. we don't want to institutionalize people. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. I think when you kind of go past that, it can it can really be a burden on some some guys. But What's you know, we average. We, do you think average, average is probably about eighteen to eighteen months to two years? That's excellent. You know, um, because we're talking about everything. Yes, yeah. everything. Right? Yeah, and 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 that's I think something, Pastor, unique about this audience. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of a. A tagline in AA meetings: "What does an addict need to change?" is everything. Yeah. But when you're hardened and on the streets, and maybe a vet with post-traumatic stress, yep. I mean, we're talking mm. with people who are in a great deal of pain, right. and you know, are are just kind of at the bottom. So, sure. but there's, and you talked about the services. It's kind of rebuilding them <laughs> over time. Yep. Um, I did. Uh, something I'm often challenging in addiction is get off of this 30-day mindset. Yeah. Nine out of mm-hmm. 10 people who go through a 30-day treatment relapse within a month or so. Wow. It, it's it's not the treatment doesn't work, but it's not a cure. They need more it, time. They need yeah. more time. Yeah. Post-acute withdrawal syndrome, yeah. you're a clinical person. We address that. Yep. Yeah, years. Yep. Three to five years for the brain to yep. heal itself. Mm-hmm. And then, Pastor, you'll love this, Leviticus 19, verse 20. The Lord says it takes three to five years to grow an orchard of any kind. Hmm. I mean, it's a Leviticus thing, but no fruit in the first year. Uh The next couple of years, you may be bitter. The fruit may be bitter. Mm -hmm. And then give the harvest to him. Mm -hmm. But I think we're talking about a couple of years to build and restore life. Yeah, we want a guy to to be in a safe place where he can learn how to start trusting other men. You know, that's one thing that they all all the guys that come in is they have a hard time trusting. They have a hard time opening up, you know, some of these hardened people, you know, it might take them six years to, to open up to anybody, you yeah. know? And, and so the 30 days definitely doesn't work. Yeah. We were talking about in a gr- group I was teaching this morning um, about why 30 day treatments don't work. And, you know, these guys that I'm teaching today, you know, they have issues with the IRS and with the, the DMV and, yeah. and um, all these other um, debts that they owe. And so in 30 days you go in, you feel great. You come out. You know. You go back to the same family situation, but the debtors start calling. Mm-hmm. The IRS starts yeah, calling. All the child support starts calling, and you don't have the the skills necessary to to deal with all of that Excellent. stuff. And that's what right. we do. We address all of those issues, so they have the tools necessary mm-hmm. to address all that stuff. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. We love hearing stories of transformed lives. Yeah. So maybe if you could think of one or two. Absolutely. Of somebody that you guys did help and how mm-hmm. that 
came about? What yeah, well, there's so many to choose from. Um, and I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, one one gentleman I, I would like to talk about, he's a, a kind of a younger gentleman um, and didn't really experience a ton of homelessness, but certainly experienced a lot of mental health issues growing up. Um, his father, uh, I, have, I have a pretty good history with this this guy. I've known this kid for quite a while, but his father was, an, was a, a drug addicted person and okay. ended up passing away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so this whole family wanted help for this, for this young man. Um, and he just, he was kind of stuck in the system. You know, he, he was, had some case management by a social service agency in the Twin Cities that was paying his rent. Um, so he didn't have to pay his rent and he was getting some general assistance and just kind of living on $200 a month, mm-hmm. but just enough to pay his bills and enough to keep him kind of drinking for the first 10 days of the month and then scrambling for food the, the rest of the 20 days. But over the course of these first 22 years of his life, you know, very lonely. His dad passed away. His family kind of was didn't know what to do to help him um, and developed some severe diabetes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were trying to get him into CRC and he kind of came down and, you know, 21 year old kid, you know, I got this. I don't need that. You know, and so we just kind of were patient with him. Well, he went back to his living situation and developed some severe di- diabetic complications and ended up in the hospital on life support and on oxygen. Wow. And then I got the call and he said, Chris, I think I'm ready. And I said, well, I hope so. Cause you're about to die. Yeah. Wow. And you know, this kid's 22 years old. And so, um, once he was able to, to become ambulatory and get off the oxygen, we brought him into the program, uh, and really got busy and did the work. And you don't see that with a lot of the younger kids because they, you know, we all know when we were 23, we had all the answers. Um, but this kid was was ready for some mm, life changing recovery. Those near death experiences. Yeah, I, that's yeah. what it needed for me, Chris. Yeah, I had to lose everything mm-hmm. and find myself on my mm-hmm. knees outside a Teen Challenge in South Minneapolis yeah. with no place to go. Yeah. And uh, it's so, only until we have nothing that we that we. I, you know, I, I think for a lot of us yeah. again who struggle with chronic things. Yeah. So yeah, the good news is he came into our program and now he's been there for a little over two years. He's doing an internship with us and. Uh, you know, his family is just ecstatic. You know, he's ecstatic. I'm, I'm ecstatic. ecstatic. Yeah, it's, 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 story. It's yeah he's an amazing story of, yeah. of redemption. And um, so we, but there's so many stories like that, you know, down there. And, and it's nice, you know, I, I, I did work in the clinical world um, as a counselor at a hospital here in the Twin Cities. And it was very frustrating because the 30 days, like we talked about, yeah. you know, you do the intake, you maybe do a couple counseling sessions with these people and then they're out the door and you never see them again. And you kind of wonder what happens to all these people. But mm. being able to be a part of CRC, you actually become, you know, a mentor and a, and a peer and a friend to all of these gentlemen that are in this yeah. program. And it really, these stories of these stories of success are what really fuels my desire to keep doing this too, with the Lord's friend. help, obviously. But, mm. yeah. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ, with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. And today you're listening to Christian Treatment and Recovery with Chris Surig, the Director of Union Gospel Missions Christ Recovery Center. And if you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Chris, we love to hear about how people maybe can be involved, how they could support. Do you have any needs or anything you want to let us know about, how we could pray or how people get involved and how they connect with you or contact you? Sure. Yeah, well, you know, if if, if all you can do is pray for us, that's certainly, we certainly welcome that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do have an upgraded website that we launched a couple years ago that has, you know, it's very well organized and and easy to navigate. And so there's links on there to everything. There's links on there to Christ Recovery Center, how to 
get involved as, volu- as a volunteer. Um, so I just challenge everybody to go to ugmtc.org and, and find the links you're interested in. You know, there's Christ Recovery Center. We have some women re- women's residential treatment services. Naomi Residence. The Naomi well, Residence, absolutely. Women and children. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So it's ugmtc. Dot org. Yep. So that stands okay. for Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities dot org. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah, head there. We've got uh, all the resources available. And, and there. here's a trick. Here's a prison transformation radio <laughs> trick. Because I need this because I can't always remember. That's an easier one to remember. Yeah. Uh, but if you Google Christ Recovery Center St. Paul, okay. it's the Christ. top of the list. Right. And then when you go to the site, you'll see our work. It's really well organized. Click mm-hmm. on that, addiction. There's some great information on addiction and the process. And they also talk about the four stages of the program. Mm-hmm. So you okay. can really dig into it a little okay. bit. And then there's a PDF, which is just one of those flyers wow. and brochures. Okay. And and you'll find that this is a well-crafted, well-designed. It's not just hold your breath and, and wait for Jesus to save you. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's, let's do some work on the ground while he's saving us. But right. it's that four-phase program. Absolutely. It's just so well-designed, Chris. And we're constantly wanting to redesign it to stay with what what the needs are of our, of our students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were a two-phase program up until recently. And, and right before the previous director left, he charged us with redoing this into a four-phase program. Yeah. So, you know, we've actually labeled them. You know, phase one is orientation. Uh, phase two is education. And the phase two part is super important for us and very unique for us because the education piece is so important for independent for people to get back to independent living. And yeah. one of the main things that we do as far as education goes is if, if a guy comes into our program that does not have a high school education, he is required to get his GED to graduate our program. And we think that's of utmost importance. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so that's part a lot of the phase two. And then the phase three is career development, um, you know, going back and, and how do, how do, how do I uh, – fill in those gaps in my job resume? How do I explain that to an employer? What, what does Christ want to do with my life? You know, we try to match people up with their, with their, their calling and, and really try to get them back out in the community to do something that they're passionate about, not just working, you know, for a paycheck and, and yeah. being depressed about, you know, that whole thing, but yeah. getting them excited about something that they're really called to get do. Get a job and then maybe get a career, turn it into a career. Yeah, absolutely. And so I just want to uh, just bend the ear of the pastors who are listening and the mature Christians mm-hmm. and leaders in churches, because that's largely the people who listen to yes, the Christian voice. And, and folks, just take this information in, because what we found in the Christian community, it's often the pastor or trusted member of a mm-hmm. church is the first person people go to asking for help. And so, right. again, all of this, right, right, Pastor? It's in yep. the podcast, am980themission.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm asking, I'm just, we're just welcoming the Christian community to come to this beautiful campus in St. Paul, which is the Union Gospel Mission campus. It's on April 18th. Right. We're going to have, Chris is going to present. We're going to hear from some of the chaplains. You can basically come behind the scenes yep. And, yep. and see what's, what's happening. Again, so you can refer people, or maybe you've got a loved one that's interested. But I, I also wanted to stress, we want to uh, we want to give you an opportunity to get involved. Volunteers, mm-hmm. mentors, you can engage if you're feeling the nudge. Uh, donate. Uh, one of my heroes, Mike Lindell, uh, if you donate $15 or more, he's going to give you a my pillow. So again, <laughs> all of that's on the website. Yep. And so that's April 18th. It's a Thursday. Yep. 10.30 is networking. And then you meet, meet from 11 to 12 and they serve you lunch. And, and you tour. will believe the menu. 
Yeah. I mean, we are honoring these men by feeding them well. And folks, you can get a free lunch out of it. Yeah, there. yeah, that's a great tour. I did the tour last time we yeah. had that. So yeah. it's the third Thursday of every month is the yep. R3 yep. collaborative meeting. Yep. So it looks like we're running out of time. But I want to thank everybody for joining us today. You've been listening to Prison Transformation Radio. We're on Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. And we need your help. We want you to share this broadcast. If you know someone that, that could use this help, you can go to am980themission.com, click podcast, and then click the share button, and you yep. can share this podcast. And we need your prayers. We need your financial support. So uh, thank you again, Chris, for coming in this, this t- today. And uh, I just want to close out in prayer now and pray for you and thank you for your ministry. Our Lord, we thank you for this opportunity we have to get together and to share about what you're doing, Lord, in helping people coming through the struggles in their lives. And thank you that Union Gospel Mission is there for the least of these. Those that are have, have been down on their luck and not, not been able to do things the way they wanted to and they're struggling and they're looking for answers. Thank you for the power of the gospel to transform lives. And we ask for those that would get alongside and support and volunteer and join in with the Union Gospel Mission. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. We'll see everybody next week. There is power.